serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Let's get ready to rumble. Monday Night Football tonight. Zit. I still don't know who sings. I know. Is it? I know. So we have Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. She does. Sunday uh, night. Oh, we hold on. I looked it up. And I'll be honest with you. I still don't know who this is. I Who? Okay, here's what it says. During the 2021 NFL season, football fans are treated to a cover of Lionel Richie's All Night Long. Oh, that's right. Which seems, and literally this is what this says, which seems to be performed by singer-songwriter Aloe Black. Oh, Aloe Black. I love Aloe Black. Wait, do you know who he is? Yeah. I don't know who I'm he sorry. is. I'm sorry. All Night Long is not a football no, song. No, I agree. I thought about what? But not, then, you I, need to be like fair, Fall Out Boy or something. I have not heard it. So, I, yeah. I don't, know. So, I don't get there for the start, usually. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I love Aloe Black's great. Okay, that's who it is. So, but yeah. it's not a football song. All Night Long it is, is not, not a football, a football song. song. It is not. Like uh, him all you want. Love Lionel Richie all you want. All Night Long, you can love them all night long. It is not. At least you could have done with God the Commodores. Right? They got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> or one of the boy bands that are going to come back for yeah, a like, BTS special. <laughs> There's like 465 of those guys. They all need work. <laughs> I think. Remember when you were a kid and like boy bands were like maybe five, but then you go out there and like, how many guys are in BTS? Four <laughs> hundred. Oh, I still. Oh, love somebody's me. sick. You need extras. Instinct. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, Backstreet Boys. Oh, mm-hmm. Backstreet Back. All right. <laughs> As you can hear, Gato liked, sounds a little more manly day. I like uh, <laughs> So tonight's the big game. You're very excited about it. By the way, just to let you know, you're, what, you're 10 and 3 in your fantasy league? I am. Fantasy football talk has not gone away without Gatos not being here today. Nope. He's back tomorrow. He's I'm going to the game. I'm first in my league. Number one. Uh, how nasty is it out there, Becky? I mean, is it is it getting ugly in certain areas? Um, well, Detour Dan says it's heavier than it should be at this time of the day already. So that means we're heading for a huge crunch soon. And mm-hmm. we've got a fire on the 51 and some other little problems. So just keep listening. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. We'll get That's you what there. we do, kids. That's what we do. Big mm-hmm. game tonight, though. So this is mm-hmm. a chance for... Well, look, at the end of the day, a win is great. You put yourself in that position. You want everything to run through your home, but you're 7-0 and on the road. You've struggled at home, and you've got the Rams now who are missing arguably their entire their cornerback. They're missing Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Higby, their their uh, great tight end comparatively to what they have outside of there being uh, tight ends. Uh, they don't really have a lot there. This is supposed to be the boy genius's way to win, and that's Mac- uh, uh I don't know if McVay's got it in him. I don't think uh, if Stafford's got him in him. And tonight's night where you can announce, hey, we're here if you boat race them again. But they've been in this position before, Monica, which is they played a team that was depleted in Green Bay, and Green Bay came in and won. Yeah, I think one of my biggest concerns, and it's a concern that's probably echoed by a lot of people out there, is will the Cardinals play at a high level, the high level that we know they can play at, or are they going to play down? Because we're assuming that the Rams aren't going to play as well because they are missing a number of their star players, you know, players that they do need. Um, We asked Luke Lipinski that question, and he seemed to think that the Cardinals won't play down. They'll be able to do okay, and they'll pull pull this out, so... Fingers crossed. I mean, I know that I'm really looking forward to it. And if we win, it's one step closer to having that buy, which is really awesome. Yeah, that's going to be neat. So, although, can we get a buy at home? <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, it was seven and zero, right, Steve, on the road for the uh, for the cards, and they've struggled a bit on the road. 
undefeated on the road, and they've won all of their road games by at least 10 points. Yeah, so... So, so. can we just kind of... Is it? Is, no, we can't do anything. No, no. But you want that... Mentally, you, can we make the, the Cardinal Stadium look like, you know, on the road? No, because that's inviting other people's fans in. Hmm. That's what they did that with Green win. Bay. <laughs> we might win, you know, if we think they, you know... I think you would still rather play at home yeah. in the playoffs even if you are a better team on the road. Yeah. Like, let's say the Cardinals do lose tonight. I'm not hoping for that. Don't right. get me wrong. But let's just say that happens. The narrative nationally is going to be, oh, the Cardinals can't win at home. Yep. Yeah. And Even I'm, though they're going to be 10 and th- they'd be 10 and 3 at that point. Still mm-hmm. an awesome team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the Rams have a lot. Look, here's the thing with the Rams. So the Rams have a lot to, to, to overcome. But they've got a lot to prove as well. Stafford has not been good. He was with now. In fairness, he spent his best years potentially and arguably with arguably the worst team in professional football, which is Detroit. Uh, on top of that, you are dealing with several injuries. Uh, they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and they have decided that this the reason they couldn't get there was golf was so bad that we got to get rid of him and we're going to trade everything we have for Ramsey and golf and a few other players and we won't have a draft for 10 years and it for them the pressure is it's not about getting to the playoffs it's not about even getting winning a game or going to the it's Super Bowl win or bust because you've put so much out there wow so that pressure is massive on them today it's not like we can go into this game if you're the Rams thinking, you know what, we're so depleted, we're fighting so many injuries, we've lost Robert Woods, who was their, the glue guy, we've lost all this stuff, our guys now have COVID, uh, you know what, we... we uh, you... I have a question for Steve Z. No. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah. So, uh, what's our biggest weakness tonight? Biggest weakness? Yeah. What What should we be scared of? Like, what, what is it, and I really like that you're actually looking up at the ceiling and trying to think of a weakness. Yeah, it's good that you don't have a ton of options to pick from. Mm-hmm. Well, all season long, one of the biggest weaknesses for the Cardinals has been they can't stop the running game. Okay. So they struggle with that defensively. J.J. Watt's been out for several mm-hmm. weeks, so that adds to it. He was just on TV working, working out, out, looking like he's ready to get He might come again. back. I I don't expect him back by the end of the season necessarily, but he's pretty much superhuman, so he might show yeah. up in the playoffs. But to answer your question, it's probably stopping the run, but the Rams, their starting running back is not going to play. He's like so their maybe fifth we'll starting stop running back. the run this time. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. uh, big play is, you know, you wonder, because the one thing that they do have, they've added uh, OBJ. Uh, could they do that? Because one thing about McVay is he's he's very a lot of the stuff. The lineup looks the same over and over. It's the same. They run. They kind of hammer and do certain things, and the trickeration comes later on. I don't know. It's going to be interesting tonight to see if they can if it's really going to be that big of a deal. Because uh, I think that I, I have the cards boat racing them. I do. I have them getting up early and then you know forcing Stafford into a bunch of. Of real bad plays. Now, you've used the term boat racing. That's where you get crushed. Like three times. Boat race, man. You don't want to be boat raced. Do you want to be boat raced? Nobody wants to be boat raced. Everybody. Lauren's in there, right? She says no. Lauren Ma- didn't even know what that meant. She knows what boat race. Hey, let me tell you something. Lauren probably, arguably, knows more about sports than those guys together. Ooh. Well, I should ask Lauren then if she knew what the weakness was. Lauren, do you know what the biggest weakness is? Probably... Defending the pass rush with Kyler's hurt ankle, like his movement in the pocket won't be as strong. So hoping that he can get away from Donald and the pass rushers of the Rams, I think will be the biggest challenge. Boom. 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 Way to show up, girl. See? Nice. She knew what you're like, she doesn't know what it is. She knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Trust me, she knows. What oh, it is. I love it when you prove me wrong.
Uh, I like that. Not you. I like that she proved me. I feel like I just got fired. Yeah, well, you, Is that what just yeah. happened? It's not yeah. hard. Uh-huh. The position's mm-hmm. rotating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know your card's temporary, right? All right, coming up, uh, a lot more stuff. Kamala Harris and some great business minds have gotten Kamala? together and they have uh, uh, decided, hey, we could fix the nightmare that is. Uh, the vice president of the United States, Captain Giggles, has sorted this out when it comes to immigration. We shall discuss that straight ahead. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Vicente! Legend that is Pablo. How big was he in Mexico? Because he was massive. He arguably, I think George Strait called him his hero. No way. Yeah. So uh, that's massive. Oh, that passed away. I think he was eighty something. My grandmother probably greeted him heaven, hoping he was riding his horse with his big hat on. He loved, oh, she loved him, but uh, he passed away. He was in an accident in August. I think Pablo and I were talking about it earlier, but this guy was like massive, like a legend of legends and uh, passed away. Somebody who's not a legend. I think we know that by uh, all accounts, uh, Vice President Harris. Not yet a legend, but who knows, maybe one day. She's come up with a plan, which I'm sure she didn't come up with. Uh, Chad, you're not being nice to her. Look. There are plenty of women out there, not sexist, that are brilliant and could easily do the job. I just didn't think she was great as a running mate, and I don't think she's great as a VP. And this whole thing with her on the—she didn't care about the border when she was in California at all, when she was in the state legislature, when she was actually the AG, a senator. She didn't care about it at all. But now they've got something new going on. And you know what that is? Well, they're going to do everything they can to stop the migration. Seven new companies coming on board to invest millions of dollars in El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala, known as the Northern Triangle. Company chiefs on hand with VP Harris, Pepsi's to expand operations with $150 million. Cargill will invest in their local supply chain to support farmers. Parkdale Mills is to build a new yarn spinning plant in Honduras. Updates expected on companies brought on board last spring, including Nespresso, expanding farms and Microsoft extending internet access. Will that help? Maybe a smidge, but here's the reality, Monica, and I think you know this. It's not all about opportunity. It's opportunity to have a life that's better than what they have there. Crime, corruption, violence. It's more than just whether or not you have a few dollars in your pocket. The reality is, is all the other stuff still exists. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for the but. No. Oh, okay. But all the other stuff still exists. Well, I'm wondering with these agreements that these companies have made, are are these things that have already been in those countries that they're just now uh, making bigger or improving? Or are these jobs that would normally be in the U.S. that they're moving over to these other countries? Number one, that would be one question there. Number two... I I like the fact that they're looking at trying to solve the problem before it's you just put a Band-Aid on it. So I I get that. But it still doesn't 
excite me because the problem at the border, other than, I guess, Yuma, is is so bad. And this administration, for all intents and purposes, and visually, you don't see where anywhere on any TV screen or hear it from any radio station that it's done anything to help with the problem. All we've heard is that they're trying to find a solution before the problem even begins. Again, good idea. But how's that stop the hemorrhaging right now? Well, you're not going to stop it. These are things that are going to take time. And can't you do it, both? It's a giant culture shift that needs to take place. You've had decades and decades of corruption. We have given tens of millions and billions of dollars to several countries throughout the, you know, from South America all the way up and through Central America. In the past. And it has not helped because that money disappears. Uh, so we're moving some jobs time? there that, you know, are manufactured jobs. That's great. They're not big manufacturing jobs. They're not going to change a ton. It's going to be an opportunity. And we're still keeping things in places like China. And, and, and people keep saying, we need to bring stuff home from China. Here's why we don't do that. First of all, a lot of the manufacturing that goes on in China is specific in, in particular some of the electronics and stuff that we need that we're just not going to find elsewhere. India, China, and throughout certain parts of Asia, we'll find it in a better way. The second thing is, and this is what people forget about when it comes to certain things, is us opening up that huge country, open up the pocketbooks. It's not just about going there and making stuff so we can sell it cheaper here. It's about also getting to sell your goods inside of that country. That's a big part of this. This will help in in places for certain things in in parts of Central America. But the reality is the government's corruption, the violence that goes on, the drug trade that is ever encompassing and has been for God knows how long. And then you have the always on the the, 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 you know, the precipice of feeling like there's going to be a coup or a throw. They want their families to have opportunities. They want their kids to go to school in safety. They don't want their kids to go. I'm either going to work in a small local factory or or, you know, you're going to you know, you're going to get pregnant and it's going to be a vicious cycle over and over again. So what I hear you say is this work that she's doing right now with these companies putting money into these countries and helping in this way isn't really going to make much of a difference. No, it's not going to make a dent. Not what we're looking for. Well, then why are we even... Not what we're looking for, because we still have to address it, and we have to address these things. We have to have a full... You have to look and see the things that are going on. El Salvador has been... That civil war that devastated the country for God knows how long, a decade, was just awful, and they've never recovered from that. The continual mess in Honduras and, and Guatemala, where every week it's... You, you look and you shake your head. The violence... It's more than just whether or not people think they have an opportunity to go to work. It's do their kids have an opportunity? It's how long is this work going to be here? Because we've heard about companies who go there. They're there for a year and then they disappear because it's good publicity. It has to be an overall, but it has to start with the government. And that governments are still corrupt. And until we decide that we're going to say, you know, we're not doing any of this stuff until you start handling your business. You're going to get the same thing over and over again, and I don't expect anything to change. All right, Monica Lindstrom in for Gatos. You can hear her over there. She's very judgy today, by the way. I just want to let you guys know off air she's very judgely. Uh, this is this is an awful thing in Kentucky. We're going to touch on what took place over the weekend. Uh, the death toll is continuing to rise from numerous massive tornadoes that swept through the state and uh, nine states in total but kentucky took the brunt of it we'll discuss that straight ahead it's the gatos and chacho
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Right, big game tonight, obviously. Monday Night Football. Chance for the Cards to stamp their authority on, uh, well, not only the West, but really uh, the NFC. So it'll be very interesting to see tonight how The NFL, not just the NFC. Well, you still have some other people over there. I'm thinking big, but I also look over and I see you've got Aaron Rodgers and you have a guy named Tom Brady who, in his 12,000th year of professional football, (laughs) do you know that one out of every five Super Bowls, I think, he's played it? Soak that up for a second, people. He's amazing. (laughs) Ah, that is insane. I saw a book in the bookstore that was written by him. There's a explain to everybody what a bookstore is. <laughs> They're a I've heard stories magical of place. Gosh, I love bookstores. Do you? You want yeah, those? I love bookstores. Yeah. I, hey, if you kids, if you've never seen homeless people shower, head <laughs> to a bookstore. It's not very nice. Jen. Or a library. Oh God, libraries just that's that's I don't even know. Do they have those? Yeah. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's where a place where you can get a book and then never take it back. You guys <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, Horrible situation in Kentucky. Mayfield, Kentucky in particular got smashed. And there was a candle uh, manufacturing factory that got really crushed. Now, some of the employees are coming out, Ms. Monica. Monica is from Infragatos today, talking about they were threatened that if they left, they'd probably be fired. No. Because they were begging to go home and shelter where they needed to shelter. They kept getting, they said... Uh, they kept getting rebuffed by their managers, and one manager in particular essentially said, if you leave, you're probably jeopardizing your job. Uh, can we say lawsuit? Yeah, I figured I'd get you in on that early. Uh-huh. Uh, but they lost several people earlier today. Jim Ryan came on to talk about what it looks like and how bad things are in certain parts of uh, Kentucky. Mayfield, Kentucky was really the worst hit, probably in this part of the state at least. Uh, the, the Bowling Green, Kentucky also had its killed there. But in Mayfield, really, there, there's very little evidence that one building in the entire community did not sustain some kind of damage. And a lot of them were just plain flattened. I talked with the owner of a restaurant on Broadway in downtown Mayfield. This community has been around for a couple of hundred years. And the building he was in, he owned it, was about 150 years old. It used to be a buggy shop a bu- or a buggy dealership in Mayfield. He had uh, turned it into a restaurant many years ago. Now it's flattened. It's just a pile of bricks. I couldn't believe it. So I looked at Google Images, and sure enough, there was a restaurant there last Friday morning. Now it's just a pile of rubble. They managed to clear out all the customers just about 10 minutes before the tornado hit, and we saw what happened after that. This series of tornadoes was extremely violent. We now know that at least 74 people were killed in Kentucky alone, and across three, uh, four other states, 88 people altogether died. Yeah, horrible. Jim Ryan joining us uh, earlier today talk about it, and it is, and you could text uh, if you need help with the thought about it, uh, Red Cross, uh, 9999, text the word tornadoes, uh, it's $10 to give. Uh, they, at last check, Monica, it was 84 people now are confirmed dead, but there are still many others missing. But it shows you the, the wide swath of what Mother Nature can do and the destruction, because it literally looked like Hiroshima before and after in some of these pictures. And let, let's point out that this happened in December. I grew up in the Midwest. Okay, obviously, this is the yeah, South. Well, you were but, out, where were you a couple weeks ago, right? 
route? Oh, yeah. I went back to Iowa for a little while. Oh, yeah. Iowa. That's right. So I grew Rapids. up in, <laughs> not quite, but I grew up in uh, the Midwest and tornadoes are, you know, an everyday thing when you get from May to about uh, the end of August and sometimes into September, if I'm remembering correctly. Not December. December, you are bundled up because you're freezing. There's no hot air mixing with cold air kind of thing, right? So I don't think a lot of these people expected uh, a tornado, first of all, and then a tornado of this magnitude in December. Yeah. And if you look at how big it was, because it hit nine states, uh, but... The weather storm, not just The weather storm. It was the perfect... I mean, I think in Kentucky they said uh, up to 40 touch ground, but one of them went almost 200 plus miles. That's, I mean, that's truly crazy because they don't travel that far typically. No, no. they're they lazy. Usually after like 10 back. minutes, they're like, yeah. all right, we, we ain't got nothing to go and nowhere to go. But it was horrible. Uh, tomorrow it's going to be 60 and 47 and uh, doesn't look like they're going to have any real bad situation from here. It was a scenario that was horrible but at the end of the day if if you can give and reach out and help because there are a lot of people biden will be there wednesday to uh, go over everything and to look at the devastation and it was devastating all right coming up if you were to be single if you were to be out there in the dating sorry sorry indeed but we're going to help you out with some of the slang what the kids and the youth are using today that's the kind of people we are. We are helpers. Monica Lindstrom, in for Get Us. It's the Get Us and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us, kids and the kittens. Big oh game tonight. God. They just showed people tailgating. That's right, tailgating. My 13-year-old says to me, why do people tailgate? Because they want to drink beer at 8 in the morning. That that is a perfect (laughs) example of growing up in Arizona right there. Yeah. Because the Midwest and the South... They tailgate. You have no. You don't have to ask any questions. Mm. You know exactly what's going on. If you've never been tailgating, I have. It is in the South. It's it's a religion, and they're there. They're there usually in some of the places. And, and Becky, you would know this being from Tennessee and having a football team at one time that was very, very, very once, good. Once they <laughs> once start time. setting up on like Thursdays yep. for Saturday games, and they'll have all their stuff ready to roll. They're bringing out like carts and oh. Grills? You bring your gigantic grill? That's so exciting. How fun. Not here. You know what's not fun? What? I imagine dating right now probably would not Ah, be Oh, look what she did there, kids. Mm -hmm. That's what's called segue. Mm -hmm. So these are the 10 new slang words that you need to know. Because if you're going to enter the dating world, you have to know the language that these kids use nowadays. Yes. All right. How about this? A soft launch. Soft launching. Like businesses, they may open up, let's say they open up next weekend, they may be open now, but you won't know the grand opening's not till next weekend. It's kind of a little launch, we're testing the waters, we're getting the kinks out of it, it's the same thing, it's a way that subtly hints on social media that you're dating someone new, like maybe putting two glasses of wine up, right, or holding hands, but you're not really going out there and throwing it out there. I think that's hilarious. This one's worse, roaching. Yeah. Roaching. Ew, why is that? Okay, so think of cockroach, right? When yeah. you see one cockroach, 
there's always 50 more around, right? I mean, there's never just one cockroach, right? So it described as roaching if a person you're dating is hiding the fact that they're involved with multiple other people at the same time. Of course, there's nothing wrong with keeping it casual, but uh, apparently roaching is the fact that it's happening in secret. Ooh, fouching. Oh, come on. It's when you don't take the pandemic serious enough for somebody. Fouching. That's a thing, That's really. A thing. Yeah. But doesn't Fauci take it seriously? Well, no. It's if it's I, I'm taking it very serious. You may not, so I will not go out with you because you're not taking it serious enough oh. for me. Could have called that gatoasing. That is also <laughs> something. Zombieing is when you're in a you, you, you ghosted somebody. You're like I'm out. You know, disappear. But all of a sudden, you start to come alive again, and you're now zombieing back into a relationship. <laughs> Oh, that's woke fishing is my favorite. That's where you pretend to be super woke right online. You know, it's 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 virtue signaling for all intents and purposes. But you're doing it specifically to impress somebody to impress somebody lying. You're straight up lying. Yeah. They say they take it from catfishing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're woke fishing. Mm -hmm. Benching. This one. Come on. That's a no brainer. That's right. Put somebody on the bench. You know, you know what? We. We may bring you in as a reliever later on. We're not quite sure. Maybe this we'll moment in time, you're no longer the starter. At midnight or something. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. No, that, yeah, it's a booty call. I like this one, orbiting. Oh. It's the new ghosting. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, it's essentially, you've ghosted somebody in a way where you're not directly talking to them, but you comment on social media, right? Some of those things where you're in the sphere, but you're not talking so, directly so to them. So you're still kind of touching. You're still making your, your presence known, but you're still far enough away. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. You're weird. Dude, cut, cut the ties or not. You Cuffing is a new one, too. And this is basically from Thanksgiving through till Valentine's Day, you get into a relationship because it seems like a good thing to do. It's the holidays, a lot of romanticism. You're watching Hallmark, uh, you know, present dating. Speaking of Hallmark, speaking of dating, a great movie my girlfriend made me watch was called The Holidate. Oh, I it saw was that. It's great. You I love that. Of course you saw it. Just for the holidays. Yeah, that's right. I thought people used to break up during that time. Well, it depends. Yeah, so they don't so have, they to, have buy to buy presents. gifts. Yeah. Yeah. But what if you want gifts? <laughs> well, yeah, then you find. Oh, okay, I see. So yeah. you, if you want someone to give you gifts, then you find somebody yeah. for that time, and then you ghost them after. Yeah, so that's I'm just right. saying. Funny holiday. Check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Holiday mm-hmm. breadcrumbing uh, is leading someone on, basically well, giving them sense. a smidge of mm-hmm. something. But and you do that because it's maybe an ego boost for you and pocketing. I'm just gonna put you in my pocket right here and pull you out when I want you. There you go. Also, again, used to call it booty call. Oh, lover, lover, lover. Oh, jeez. Coming up in a little bit, uh, the 5 o'clock news expansion with Becky Linda. We'll be back with lots of fun. Get us a chat show.